0: This is exactly right.
1: I'm Barbara Gray, and it's time. Paul Dano collects teeth.
2: Okay. (laughs) Uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and toads. Where we're going, we don't need toads. It's my impression of a time-traveling witch. Okay. (laughs) Hey, happy October. (laughs) Happy October. (laughs) Spooky. (laughs)
0: Uh, I'm Tess Barker, and once a year, I have to relearn the fact that I can't pull off (laughs) pigtails.
2: <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you give us a secret? Neither can we. Whatever those words were supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: got Barbara Brandy and, of course, Big We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite
2: ladies. Lady to Lady. Ladies to Lady. Ladies, ladies Here, <laughs> welcome to
1: the show. We're a little delirious, but that's okay. Yeah, we're sometimes we work. get the best ones out of that. It's so true, you know. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> let's bring
1: out our guest.
2: <laughs> Very funny
1: comedian. She's got a new podcast called Too Sensitive for Comedy. Crystal Adams. Hi. Hey. Hi. How you doing? Good. So. Not. Um, I know, it's hot, it's hot, <laughs> yeah. it's warm in here. Yeah.
2: We're going to get through That's it. Just paint a picture for everyone listening at home in their air-conditioned office. You're probably
0: listening to this on a wonderful October day. Just remember a day not so many weeks ago when it was hotter than bejesus and we all had boob sweat. That's yeah. where we are currently residing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm just
1: relaxing into it now. It's fine. It is yeah. who I am. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to hear about your new podcast. Tell us what, it, what it's about.
3: Uh, yeah, it's... Um, okay, so I guess when I first started comedy I was I cried a lot <laughs> I'm <still> <laughs> totally fair How long? that's been a doing? normal reaction um, a little over four years now um, but it was weird because it was the only thing in my life that I'd ever done where I felt compelled to do it but I also felt like there's something in my personality that feels like a liability against it Like, mm. like I'm not going to survive it because I do feel like very sensitive like mm. I was a very sensitive child. Mm-hmm. I'm a very sensitive adult. And it just was, it just felt like oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to handle this for mm-hmm. very long because i like, the I'm throwing
1: I'm, myself into this and there's no way I'm gonna survive yeah, it or something. Yeah. Interesting.
3: And I, yeah. I, and I'm also like very introverted. And I was like, I'm never gonna have friends in comedy. Like it just, it just felt like a lot. And I still feel that way about different things. Like it shifted, but, um, I I do feel like the – I guess empowered to, like, lean into this aspect of my personality rather than, like, pretend like it doesn't exist.
2: Yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah,
3: and I feel like there are a lot more people that identify with how I'm feeling than are talking about for it. For sure, yeah. You know, like, I feel like there's so many people that have all these sensitivities, but we're all supposed to pretend like it doesn't phase us or, mm-hmm. like, we just got to move through it or get over it. And it's just, like, that's not actually – well, that language in your head is not actually helpful to get through it. Definitely. You know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm just talking about that, what it's like to be a sensitive person being in the world and being definitely in comedy where I feel like I don't fit. And I feel like there's a lot of industries where people, like, there's some way that the industry is antagonistic towards yeah that aspect of ourselves, for sure. I think
0: anything professional, right? Like, what's the number one thing? They're always like, don't cry at work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like- I've done
3: it so many times.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Work is made for crying. <laughs> Why have a desk Not if cry at work, exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> work is made for crying. Only oh, yeah. one the shirt. <laughs> Got to have those breaks. If you don't
3: smoke cigarettes, you gotta go take a cry break instead. Yeah, <laughs> I did cry. I was a receptionist one time. Well, I was. I wasn't exactly a receptionist, but I was at the front desk, and I, there was a period in my life where I was like. Just at the desk, crying. Mm-hmm. Like, people would walk in.
1: They were just used to it at that point. They are like, it's fine. She's
3: just crying. It was weird, because I was, like, I was getting raises, too. Like, I was get, like... Our receptionist is so cool. She's got sunglasses on all the time. She's like putting a really good look and vibe. She's the always got
2: tissues for everybody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gotta make sure she has health care. What was it? Was it?
0: Cold. was it, like, angry cry? Like, was it your boss sucked? Like, what...
3: Um, I think I was really unhappy with, I was unhappy with life, but I think honestly, it was a point in my life in which I had finally decided that I'm not going to pretend not to be this person. Yeah. Like growing up, I, you know, like I was always, you know, just, you don't cry in front of other people. Mm. Like you go in and I really just felt like. Something in me broke, and I was like, "I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stop pretending, mm-hmm. um, even if it means there are consequences for me at work." Which I luckily, like, there weren't. Yeah. Um. But I'm. I just kind of let the floodgates open that year, and then from that point forward, I just kind of, hmm. yeah. It. It just. It, it unleashed something in me that was. How long before or after that did you start stand up? It was, two, maybe like three years. After okay. That. Gotcha. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, three years. Mm-hmm. That's so nice to just be yeah. like,
2: this is who
1: I am. And, mm-hmm. you know, to just come to terms with that. And
0: Yeah, I watched, yeah. this is going to be way super non-topical by the time this comes out, but I finally watched uh, <laughs> Nanette last night. You guys, oh, yeah. No, I, I need to watch it. it. I, like, seen it I yet. thought it was just like so striking what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I, I, I and everything that I'd read about it, I didn't really understand like what she was, but it's like she's taking like stand-up and she gives like a stand-up set. And then she deconstructs it, and she's like, isn't that funny? I made all those jokes. And then she deconstructs it, and she tells, like, actually what really happened mm. in order to make those jokes, and she just gets, like, real, and, like, doesn't give a fuck about being funny anymore, and it's, like, yeah. this super raw... It turns, like, throughout the course of the performance, it turns into more of a one-person show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what that's I've, heard. I've
1: heard, and I you yeah. really have to see it to, like, get yeah, the either. Yeah, but it was <laughs> so
0: interesting to me, because, like, you see that so... In stand-up, you see that we made it funny. Like, we didn't... We're not actually telling you actually like how angry we are about that or how sad we are about that like no i think people take for granted the shit that we had to go through to like arrive at those jokes
3: yes yeah i have this well it's like a portion of a joke where i'm like i totally lie because the truth is like it's going to bring the room down. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you do that all <laughs> the time. Or yeah. like, if
1: you do talk about something, you have to like make sure everyone knows you're okay or whatever. Yeah, yeah you know, audience know. has exactly. to believe you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I think what I do appreciate about the Nanette special is there's so many things in general, but I, you know, if we're in comedy. I, I feel like where people are constantly asking you to apologize for who you are and mm-hmm. to fit it into a box and that that's the way to be successful. And it's like... For all the people that have hated and do not like the special or like have, you know, that want to say it's not stand up. She's still waking, making so much more money than so yeah. many of the people that like have a, have opinions about yeah, it. Yeah, it's like,
1: like it's art. It's
3: not
1: yeah. defined yeah. as one fucking mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And it's especially
0: ridiculous to ha- to take that much of a grievance with it when that's literally what she says in. the yeah, she's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. She's saying that's what yeah. she's doing. Yeah, she's yeah. saying yeah, yeah, yeah. she's like fuck being funny and here's mm-hmm. why. Like mm-hmm. that's literally like what her whole point was. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> th- no, I agree. And it's like why? Yeah. <laughs> There's such a, a weird dogmatic like just people want to hold on to the what the definitions of these words mean mm. Mm. because I, yeah. it supports the, the position that they have exactly. in the community. I just am
2: looking forward to the day that we can be like comedy has genres mm-hmm. and I think a lot of these arguments will go away to be like it's like No. Not stand up is not stand up is not stand up. Like we are all doing different things and we fall into different categories. And like if you can let that exist, that's mm -hmm. what's so fun
1: about it. Yeah, exactly.
3: (laughs) It's great. Yeah, Yeah. you
1: can see anything, you know. And I mean, I think a lot of the stand up we see in LA is pretty like straightforward stand up. Yeah. I, that's what I love about LA though. I go to like different shows. I'm like, oh, I could see something I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'm not going to be like, excuse me, that wasn't technically stand up. Yeah.
0: The same <laughs> guy just who's yourself. at the baseball game. Like, we shouldn't have pinch hitters. Like, yeah. Get, go, go yeah. Go fucking go have it's some fine. fun, dude. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, it's just my, boys. <laughs> I remember my, my favorite stand up set of 2017 comedy set I guess which is gal I don't even I never got her name because I came in I, and then I had to go somewhere before her set was over and I can not late but she was like wearing a Batman suit on stage playing a, uh, a saw <laughs> and she was playing like this like really sad like oldie song um I, I can't even remember the name of it. Uh, <laughs> Brian Setzer has a cover of it too. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> but it's just this really—it was this really mournful, like um, sob thing that she was doing, and I was like, "This is beautiful and fucking weird." And like, yeah. I think about it all the time. Uh-huh. And like, she didn't even say a word the whole time. Wow, just like weird, fun performance. And I, I like, always
1: mm. think about when I—if I'm having like a hard time, whatever, you know, because you want to like be unique or interesting on stage. Or if I'm like scared about doing something that's a little outside of the box. Mm-hmm. I always think, well, now I don't remember the actual phrase, so that's stupid. But um, <laughs> the thing that Charo told you, which she said about, like, you don't want to feel like pe- the audience drank a glass oh, of water. Oh, yeah. Like, what watching, you, you should
0: never be, like, drinking a
1: glass of water. Mm. Like, yeah.
0: If, if, if they leave and they didn't at least mention you, then you failed.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So yeah. I really like that's that. Cool. I think about that sometimes where it's like, yeah, like try something different. You know, it's scary. Because the stakes scary. are
0: actually so low. They really it's are. It's really Especially, just a yeah. performance. Yeah. Yeah. The more you go, it's like,
1: I mean, think about how much we've seen. And that's what you do remember. But most of you, you forget, I'm not going to remember someone bombed. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. care. No, no forget yeah. that.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, except some... for
1: that one guy. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, water never bombs. No. <laughs> That's true. Water doesn't bomb. It's just there. But yeah. 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 You like, might I need do it.
3: remember one bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was also because it was so weird. Yeah. It was such a weird... Like, the guy, he was French, and, like, he actually <laughs> brought a baguette onto stage. Oh, my God. <laughs> which already... And then used the baguette, like, as a replacement for, you know, it was like, it's this big. And it was like
1: wait is this the guy i know <laughs> <laughs> i do know this french comic i, I don't think it's him maybe <laughs> is that like the french stool fucking is the baguette dick yeah, <laughs> probably. Oh, <my> <laughs> <laughs> but
3: he totally bombed with it i would think i would laugh at it just because how dumb it was i mean i think we were laughing out of nervousness right. i don't know what it said but it was all. i don't remember what, exactly what it says but it was his energy was also kind of creepy oh yeah so you know and it was just like so aggressively like wanting to talk about his penis yeah you know which is normal but i mean the baguette wow i mean yeah that's a lot to bring that out especially if you're hungry yeah yeah (laughs) break me off a piece of that
2: (laughs) and i i ran an open mic for three years when i first started and i have um Uh, On my last show, uh, a comic named Justin Williams gave me a haiku that he wrote about me as an open mic host. And it just says, this is really scary. Oh, wait, Brandy's here. Pity laughs for all. Because I would just I would just sit there and just like I'd be the only person in the room laughing at you bombing. Oh, that was my that must favorite. So
0: exhausting.
2: oh yeah. I mean it's my favorite. I love watching people bombed at, uh-huh. at that mic. Because uh-huh. right. I would just be like, you're getting silenced and you're being laughed at and you're being laughed at, and you know that you're doing something wrong right now. <laughs> oh man. I have it framed next to my uh That's next awesome. to my bedstand. I love that thing. Yep. <laughs> that
0: was a fun mic.
2: Oh yeah. Good yeah.
0: good sandwiches see- that place too. Yeah. Where was that? The spot uh, in Culver Spark City. Cafe. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: yeah, I don't think it exists there. anymore. Uh, yeah. but Maybe it does, but yeah. It was a mic. I ran it for three years. Sean Patton started it like a f- few years before that. Jesus. Yeah, I got handed off to a lot of people. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It was my baby though for three years. I love that place. That's, nice. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, open my... <laughs> I know, I'm just staring off. <laughs> Back the in the day. Day. <laughs> <laughs> It was perfect because so, it was like out of the city enough like proper that like... Too many weirdos couldn't get to Culver City. That's So you'd funny. have like a couple that would you come out. a little out. bit of a filter. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah, was good. My favorite. I, yeah. <laughs> you said your favorite one. My favorite was this guy named Colostomy Cohetus. was his stage name? Oh my God. And he was, he was um, a self-described... <laughs> black alcoholic postal worker from Watts. That's how he would <laughs> that sounds good. start his name on stage. He would come in his postal uniform. Of Not course. Uh. Yeah, he would come straight from work in his postal uniform and he would put on a black trench coat over it with it open and then he wore a luchador mask on stage. Yes. Oh my God. Opening, too many elements. Oh, no, no, no. There's more. Because uh, <laughs> he would come on stage and he'd be like, hey, everybody, do I look like a terrorist? And we all would say, uh, and he'd pull out fake dynamite and he'd be like, how about now? <laughs> That was his opener every time. And the oh first time you see it, you're terrified. But then it becomes funnier as you watch other people be scared that he's going to
0: like dynamite. <laughs> and you he's know? wearing a luchador mask while <laughs>
2: this is happening. Yeah. You're like, oh it's just me cohitas. It's great. And he would watch the entire show. He'd sit in the back in his luchador mask and just like loved watching the mic. It was the best. There's not
1: really a lot so of weirdos fun. right now. I love him. Like that. Oh, I there's,
2: bet they're are. We're just some. not going to the mic.
0: Not
1: like that,
2: I don't yeah.
0: think. Um I would read your to guess that it they- <laughs> We went to the right mics. sweets I think they're still live and kicking.
2: ah yeah. uh, maybe. I don't know, <laughs> Mr. T-
1: <laughs> I know that was the one time. Uh, no, Mr. TV. I'm just thinking of like go- guys
3: like that with like the props and the, stuff. Yeah, the, the rapping grandma. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, SJR, senior SJR, Jewish grandma. The senior
3: Jewish grandma. Yeah. Oh wait, I think I remember that person.
2: <laughs> yeah, she was an old lady, and yeah. she would come, and she'd be she'd be decked out in those like jingle jangle things you get for like uh, gypsy costumes uh-huh. and she, her her um her husband would always come bless him and he would just read the newspaper in the back while she uh-huh. just waited oh, in line
0: that's true
3: love that and is. she like
2: would ask, she would always ask people to like do a beat for her and then she would freestyle and she called it her Jew rag instead of a do rag oh,
3: yeah. oh my god that's so funny yeah <laughs>
2: It was ridiculous. And she would always hand out flyers to be like, I'm available for bar mitzvahs and stuff. And I I'm wonder like, if she got <laughs> booked on a, a few she got I'm sure she did. She yeah. definitely did some stuff. That's a good – I
1: like an, I like a late in life, you know, like comedy. What do you guys think your late in life, like, thing would be like that? If you're, like, maybe, like, done with the crew, maybe retired. I mean, we're not going to retire, but, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, your second, like, creative
0: I have thing a hard time like-
1: believing I'm doing anything except
0: getting into dancing. <laughs> just, I mean, yeah i think real real like deep into like salsa oh, okay like salsa, that's maybe mm-hmm. yeah okay. i think sean's prepared that's like whenever we're in places yeah. with a lot of old people we always are like he if there's golf for him and dance
2: classes for me that's a good <laughs> one yeah
3: that's smart that's
2: a good one i want to get back into a community orchestra oh I think about that a lot great. yeah i would love to play in a in a band or orchestra again yeah mm. i played french horn since i was in fourth grade that's awesome mm-hmm yeah, I still have it. I'll never get rid of it. I
3: don't know what I would do. I, I mean, I always thought that, like if I if I marry I always think about marrying rich rather mm-hmm. than like the, the smart <laughs> <laughs> do you, you want to go to Beverly there?
1: Hills and try to pick up some guys because I've been thinking about
3: it you might be talking should. with somebody about really? this like my friend has been. she's like you, you got to just post up at a place yes that's what I yes. oh, like, it's like, like let's go to a side. bar <laughs> and get some busy
0: men who money. like don't have time for tender they're yeah. all hanging out at the nice bars <laughs> get
1: those infused cocktails
0: Just for make real,
1: sure, like they want to meet people in real life
3: and they have money let's get some that's yeah. Just make We're sure they're not assistants.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a hard
3: to tell sometimes.
2: I know. That's the thing. You got to make sure you're not getting somebody's assistant.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. We can sniff <laughs> it out. <laughs> but, like, I think about – I guess I think about, like, Marrying Rich. When I when I think about Marrying Rich, I think about, like, all of the organizations that I would start. Mm. Like, I yeah. think about all the businesses that I would yeah. run. Like, I definitely would have – I would have a comedy club. I'd have some sort of nonprofit. I'd have some sort of, like, wing of the things that'd be, like, teaching – you know, helping women to get into stand-up, especially women that don't have access to things. Yeah. And, like, um, like just – I have all these business ideas yeah. like that I just – I'm like, there's no time or money for it, so I need somebody to bankroll this. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I like that. I'm like, I'm going to marry the rich guy
1: because I want a swimming pool. And I <laughs> you, can do both. you plan your nonprofit shit, by the fucking pool.
0: Yes,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, like Beyonce. <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> I, de-
1: I definitely... um. Would you want to run a comedy club, though? Because it seems kind of like a nightmare. Like... Just I, how thirsty people are for stage time. Yeah. I don't know if I could be the face of
3: But
0: that. if you're that high up and then you have people manage I guess yeah, you, you would just have yeah. good bookers and exactly. stuff like that. Yeah. That's true.
3: Mm-hmm. And I just feel like there's not enough people that are doing it that like have an eye. Or at yes. least not the eyes that we have. For, yeah. Like, whether it comes to quality of just like people who are on stage, but also just quality of service and like mm-hmm. what it is that people actually want when they want to have a good time. It's just like mm-hmm. I remember so <laughs> Um, one of my favorite episodes of the show crashing mm-hmm. is the, the day that he's introduced to the alt scene. And literally like the main difference that they kind of show like, and it's very, very funny and clear is that in the club, which is what he's been used to. It's like, everybody's so sad like yeah. the audience yeah because the, the environment's the, horrible yeah yeah yes. yes. I'll see everybody's so ha- he's like they're all so happy yeah Why are they so happy they <laughs> like want to be here like oh that's awesome it's like, that's spot on what happens Yeah, yes
2: absolutely
1: <laughs> yeah but they do I think like the right clubs have cultivated at least a little bit more of that you're right yeah. but yeah. yeah you're still like some like weird long tables with like shitty chicken tenders and mm-hmm. like people some forcing you to buy like yes. super expensive drinks and yeah, yeah yep. it's definitely we
0: want reason Reasonably priced drinks and vegan options.
1: Well, and also women throw better parties. There should yeah. be, so but, you true. know, they we throw the Absolutely. best parties. We should be owning these clubs, yeah, and mm-hmm. like knowing how to make it an event, not just like a shitty night out where you're, you know, they're like shoving you into a shitty seat or whatever. Yeah,
3: it's, yeah, it's so true. Let's okay, start we're gonna club. go
1: find some rich men and make a comedy club.
3: <laughs> I'm we'll so be right excited. back. <laughs>
2: Welcome back to Lady to Lady I'm Brandy I'm Barbara I'm
1: Tess I'm here with Crystal Hey Ooh. And uh, we're gonna What are we doing? MySpace My space. Oh yeah Cause we got the sweet We got the sweet new theme song That yeah. I really love If you wanna do any covers Of our theme songs Or say anything to us Please. At all Just nice things mm-hmm. uh, Lady to Lady comedy At gmail.com Yeah This is from
2: Jamie Ryan Have you ever won a trophy? Yes. Uh, it doesn't
3: sound like a good one. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's uh, this. Uh, there's no way to say this uh-huh. right the right way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a humbler way to say. It, I, no, I have it. a lot.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. <you> <laughs> Yeah, you do. <laughs> don't yeah, be she, she was helpful. like, yeah. um, uh, trophies.
0: <laughs> yeah. had a, I have a
2: case. Yeah. Uh, I have a necessity to display. <laughs> there is a house for
3: the trophies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, explain. Yeah, yes. get into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so I think in between, like, I don't know, like, doing well at school. Like, mm-hmm. we, I don't know. There's so many tr- And then (laughs) there's so many different kinds of trophies. I can't keep track of all of them. Like (laughs) perfect attendance. Nice. You're probably punctuality. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I was like a really good student. Um, And like, oh yeah. Soccer, like Mm -hmm. things, soccer trophies. Yeah. She just yeah. did this very dismissive hand yeah. wave. Like, don't
2: even worry oh, about Oh, the, the secondary soccer trophies. Don't <laughs> yeah. no yeah. worry about, about those. <laughs> and I don't even care about my soccer trophies. That's great. Well, One of the I soccer trophies
3: were, it was interesting because it wasn't, it was for being a, like a good anticipator.
2: Ooh, interesting
0: In
3: anticipator. Oh, I mm-hmm. like that. Did
0: your coach come up with that? He did. Okay.
3: Cool. He did. And. What he probably clairvoyant? Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, what happened was I just hated running. Mm. And so basically, like my brain was like, okay, if you just if you just get really good at predicting where the ball's going to go, you'll have to run less,
2: yeah. And very smart. You just cracked soccer. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so that's what I became good at, as opposed to like uh, I don't know feet skills or like uh-huh. kicking. I'm like just gonna know where it's gonna go. That's just
0: a good life lesson. If you hate running, <laughs> just learn how to anticipate. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure.
3: Where where are all of your trophies now? Like where do you where are they kept? They are uh, collected in shrine form um, mm-hmm. on my, my mom's fireplace and her house. I love that. That's Mm. cute. Yeah. (laughs) Do
0: you have any siblings?
3: I do. I have three. Mm -hmm. Do they have as
0: many trophies as you? No. (laughs) Suck
3: it. (laughs)
1: Anticipate this. By the way, I will say trophies are like easier to get made than you might think. That's true. That's true. Uh, Yeah. We got one made for for David, our first producer. We Mm. got him a fourth lady, um, trophy Mm -hmm. yeah and like i got it made in like a day like nothing Uh no time at all yeah in uh i think boyle heights Mm -hmm. and um our friend Jessica, who's just on the podcast, when she graduated with her last degree of all the fucking degrees she's getting, whichever one, mm. her husband Reed made her a giant trophy for that's when she graduated. Awesome. So she was
2: walking around holding oh, this that's great. giant
1: trophy I that had like that. a science thing on the top. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. like, I feel like we're not letting trophies be used enough in everyday life. That's yeah. true. I think yeah. like it's up some. the ante. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna say, but what do you really do with a trophy?
1: What do you? You put it
3: on your mantle. It. You show yeah, it
0: off. if you get it when you're a kid, your mom's gonna put it up. Mm-hmm. But like as an adult, your Jessica's hat it has hers on her mantle. Yeah. I, okay, I think one trophy.
3: Yeah, yeah I'm not saying a bunch. I, yeah, I have this one trophy from my last job, and it's like crystal. It looks like a crystal. Like no, yeah. oh, the fancy glass trophy. Uh, yes. Oh. And I mean, I'm not at that job anymore. Mm-hmm. It's in a case. It, yeah. I I don't know. I
0: think right? a funny one yeah. from a friend, like yeah, yeah. like yeah. I'm, that's what I'm talking but about. But there's a strong about, like, a real... potential for trophy
2: to become a burden. Yes, because sure.
0: because you shouldn't throw it away. Yeah. So then it becomes like trash. You don't know what to do with. Yeah,
2: no, but then it's fun to find somebody else's trophy and make it your own. Yeah, too. Like, you you found a bunch of trash trophies one time, right? Babs? Yeah, so yeah. We them. use those for our baby pageant.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've used them for a lot of stuff. So mm-hmm. I did trash trophies do yeah. they're on my mantle right now. They're Yeah, yeah. it's
2: there good stuff. Get- <laughs> Those are your trophies. <laughs> it's good stuff. My trophies <laughs> well. I just I just wanna I became one of my college's forty under forty people this year. Ooh, do you get a trophy for that? Yeah, I got oh, like, a little, shit. It's like a little plaque like a little like see through like standalone plaque thingy, which is pretty funny. My friend Cameron submitted me and um Are you in the magazine? I was on the cover of the magazine. Oh,
3: hey, yeah, yeah. Yes. see, that's um, that's the. I'm trying. That's my goal. Yeah, okay. it
2: was pretty. You just need someone to submit you because I probably shouldn't have been on it. <laughs> it came in the mail on the day of my first shift as an Easter Bunny. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> It was a hell of a <laughs> juxtaposition. You should have been holding a picture of you holding it. <laughs> I have a picture of me with the magazine and my bunny costume. Just like, look at it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like, I have it like high up on a shelf and it makes me laugh every time I look at it. I'm just like, yeah, okay. Um,
1: that's so funny. Our, when Whitney and Adam got married a few months ago, our friends, one of their like, you know they were unwrapping some like gifts from the family like in the house mm-hmm. and one of them was like a heart trophy with the date of their marriage on it yes. we were like dying laughing so someone sent real... that as like a legit gift yeah so
3: we were like <laughs> thank you for our wedding trophy
0: you guys won each other so
3: weird you won love <laughs> it's so like that's yeah. intimate I guess yeah. that's what
0: a wedding is is
1: like you won love
3: that's really funny <laughs> yeah isn't that <laughs> hilarious wow. just like I love a, that
1: but I was like this is a funny thing like they yeah. I'm like you'll keep this forever yeah, you know? yeah. Definitely.
2: Yeah, my, my brother was a BMXer when he was a kid, and he had, like, a massive amount of trophies. Cause he oh, wow. would he would you would win – every week you would go, and you would – he placed all the time. Like, he should have been in the Olympics. And he, like, placed all the time. He won nationals. He has, like, a ton of, like – like, half of the wall in one of our gar- – in, like, our garage was full of his trophies for a while. Wow. And then he, like, donated most of them except for, like, maybe 10 that he still has. But he has one because he was – a national champion in Oklahoma like 96 or something so he has this like straight up floor to ceiling trophy what the? Oh, was that? Sorry. Sorry, there's guys. just a rake being scraped yeah. Sorry guys. <laughs> oh, you know, like you rake, trying you to rake the, the some sidewalk. Share,
0: you know, just like casual sidewalk raking. Yeah.
2: But he has this like seven foot tall trophy that we had to like take apart in because we like flew to Oklahoma for like this big race. And we like had to take it apart. Oh my god. And like put them in every hide it in parts of everyone's suitcases and then fly back and like put it back together. It was like hours <laughs> oh, of dealing with my this god. trophy.
0: <laughs> I had actually a shitload of speech trophies because I was pretty good a speech uh yeah <laughs> Wouldn't you guess, huh? <laughs> but I, when I was in kindergarten the speech tournament in like our school district was like pretty competitive and I entered in kindergarten and I worked my ass off on my speech <laughs> I was already a child actor so I was like I'm gonna fucking win a trophy I, I had yeah. just found out what a trophy was and I was like I'm gonna win <laughs> one and I got an honorable mention
3: <gasps> Oh, like, was it like a ribbon instead it was
0: a fucking certificate oh, and God. I remember walking up there and I was like <laughs> all these other people got honorable mentions too and I was so pissed <laughs> and the next day at school we had to like write a story so I wrote a story about a girl named Teresa that's my name <laughs> and I, a, a, who didn't get a trophy but then she worked and worked and eventually got a trophy and oh i in like i didn't in, in first grade i got another honorable mention in second grade i got a medal i was one away from getting a trophy and uh. then in third grade i got a
1: fucking trophy <laughs> yes <laughs> See, this is why – see, I only have yeah. like one or two I think I got when I was younger. So to me, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'd take one now. But if you had a bunch in the – yeah, that you're like, oh, this is just trash. Yeah,
0: when they have a mask. Because yeah. then by the time I was in eighth grade, I, I did. I had a whole – and my mom kept them all. I'm like, mom, we don't need yeah. all these
1: trophies. Yeah. Like, and But she, she, they mean more to her than I
3: mom do. Mom's day. love yeah. – come on.
1: I mean, yeah. what more perfect evidence that your child is amazing? It's like shining. Yeah. You know.
3: I just love that you wrote your own comeback. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then you, I like, know. fulfilled it. And I thought, I mean, it was like my fucking manifesto. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I, I was dead set on it. I wasn't going to give up until I got a trophy.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. the only trophy I ha- I found the picture is with me when I did this this little this pageant or whatever. Oh yes, I don't remember what this what oh, this trophy says, but I think it, my parents still have it. Was well, it somewhere. a what
2: pa- kind of pageant is that? It was
1: like a beauty pageant, I guess. I have no fucking idea what the hell it was. You don't Whoa. remember preparing for it? I don't know if I wanted to do it. I have no <laughs> I idea just, like, what you the remember prep was. practiced. Yeah,
3: I remember practicing. Yeah,
1: practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what
3: would you practice? My well, speech. Yeah. Oh I, yeah, yeah. Because I I got a couple for like we. It was. They called it speech, but really you were just, like, reciting poetry. Exactly.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And the same thing. I was just, like, (laughs) I would win it. And, like, everybody's like, oh, Chris is going to win. And then one year, like, this one girl won ahead of me because her – like, okay. And this was the controversy in my mind because Uh – I was like, I always do a funny one. I want to do a serious one. Oh. <laughs> so, like, yeah. So, because that's how I would like win people over. And that's yeah. how I won the previous years. But I did a serious one. It was called The Pearl. I still remember what it was called. It was called The Pearl and it was serious. And I feel like I really took people to a place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but this one girl, she chose a funny one no. and she won. Damn. Yeah.
0: The last time you get people, seeds were planted. <laughs> Did that make then. you like afraid to do dramatic stuff after that?
3: I mean, I I was I got heavily involved in like like dramatic stuff after like I was always in plays and stuff. Um, it didn't make me afraid. It just was like, honestly, I think I still thought they were wrong. Mm. Yeah. I don't think I thought I was wrong for choosing it. Yeah.
0: That's how I always felt, too. Like, when I would get for, I'm like, yeah, I never took it on myself. Yeah. I was like,
2: well, okay. <laughs> As we know, guys. Yeah.
1: As someone who is still bitter about not winning drama president, and uh-huh. I should have won. Wa- I understand. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah practice spelling bees like mm-hmm. I would practice that like I think my mom was like co-driven with me like, mm-hmm. mine was, too yeah
0: <laughs> my For mom would be like your competition is practicing yes. I remember, did your mom say
3: that to you <laughs> it's good, good motivation yes. <laughs> uh,
0: like, mom it's the fucking giving tree Jesus Christ <laughs>
1: Okay, here's here's a good one. Would you prefer being a millionaire or finding true love?
2: <sighs> uh, do you not have love if you're a millionaire? I think it might just, it's more up in the air. How how many millions? Because one million dollars, yeah.
1: I think being a millionaire means that like it's...
0: I think the air implies... Indefinite. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, so I
2: need to know the specifics. Do I get
0: to keep my current <laughs> relationship and I just get a million dollars? No, like
1: because you're in love. You don't yeah, have to yeah. keep it. That just means you get both. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you can see that speech practice coming in. It's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, let, me, let, me, let me figure this out. This is a world where, where you sign? already,
1: which I know is hard to imagine, but you don't have either. You don't have a relationship yeah, or yeah. the millions. Yeah. I think I'm choosing millionaire. Yeah. Yeah, I do like money. I mean, I just think that, like, it would – being able to do the stuff that I want would lead me – I'm working my ass off. I'm only focusing on my career right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not that it would be easier. It would be still hard to find someone because it's never easy. But Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be as stressed out.
3: Yeah. I think I would choose millionaire, too. Just because, like, I feel like I've had – like, I've had relationships and then I've had not. So Mm -hmm. then – I feel like I've been fine with either. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's where I'm at more, too. I'm like, now I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. I can... And especially if I have fucking money to do what I want, like take yeah. my friends to Hawaii or some shit, I'm yeah, fine right? with that. It's, <laughs> yeah. What did Cher
0: say, Mom? I am the rich man.
1: Yes. That's <laughs> why don't you find a rich man, That's Mom? Right. I yeah. am the rich man. Yeah. Yes. That's dope. Mom, I am the rich man.
0: You what
2: know, <laughs> <classic. laughs> <laughs> 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 did we all choose, m- millionaire? Uh, yeah, I think I probably would. Yeah, sorry, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: these are you know it's totally hypothetical.
2: Yeah,
1: oh,
0: it's not these answers are
1: coming true right now.
2: <laughs> Give me that fucking money. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's like I feel like yeah, you could find love, but I'm not gonna find millions of dollars. Well, you could find millions of dollars too.
3: Also, I think probably like- more rare. I think about, like, the impact that I want to make, you know? And I feel Mm. like the impact that I can make could be so much. Yeah. That's
0: how I think, too. Yeah. Like, someone's going to have
1: money. You know, you'll be responsible with
0: it.
3: Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know? Well, yeah,
1: and you think about all the... People that you'll impact with that. And those relationships mean a lot. Right. So those will fulfill you. Well, and Mm -hmm. then you can
0: really meet a rich man if you're also a rich man. Mm -hmm. Then you're just
1: out doing rich man shit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is very true. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're not just lying about staying at the uh, Beverly Hilton. We are actually staying there. Yes. (laughs) Okay. I like this. Um,
2: Yeah. Okay. Who is your longest friend and for how long? you
3: your longest friend? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> who's your longest friend <laughs>
2: he's six foot four
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um probably my my friend stacy
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah for so we met in 2001 not very far from here at occidental oh was, you went to
1: occidental yeah oh, cool mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah um yeah, that's. I think that's that's the longest friendship, and, I, and she still lives here too. She lives. Yeah, she lives in Valley Village. Oh, oh, nice. nice. Did you
0: live in the dorms at Oxy?
3: I did. Like, I'll, what
0: was it like having this be your college town?
3: Honestly, this like we didn't. Ve- the most that I ventured out of campus was like three a.m. to Jack in the Box. Mm. Yeah um yeah other than that like we pretty much did everything on campus oh wow there was so like there was like 1600 i think total Mm -hmm. students student population over 100 clubs Mm. so people were like very active right 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 yeah and activisty and put their part like I remember the one party. Did Snoop of I don't know. Like, Oh. Like they had celebrities come to like the Greek whatever. Oh, cool! So it was kind of like an yeah its own thing even yeah. as small as it is it was its own thing but i can, i, I can loved it I'm, i love the campus
2: as a former lyft driver in the area i was always surprised because i never got college kids
0: yeah we yeah, don't see them never, out really ever. yeah yeah they're and they're like there. right down the street <laughs> There,
3: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: i like walk my dogs through the campus and i'm like that's so weird that there's an entire college here we yeah. never see them
3: yeah yeah <laughs> that's, that's why classic oxygen Dri- I would drive my car from like one dorm to another they were like why are you driving like there's a fucking hill <laughs> 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 I am committed to this freshman 15
1: <laughs> well you still have the freshman 15 that's important we all gotta go through that yeah, so yeah yeah absolutely
0: it feels really good to put on the freshman 15
1: does it it's ruined my life for a long time but <laughs>
2: yeah I pretty much hated it <laughs> didn't stop at 15 it was oh, an overachiever
0: for me I was Making multiple bad decisions because I also they (laughs) fucked up (laughs) at the financial aid office. Did they give you too much money? Yeah, money that was supposed to be no. it didn't give me too much. It just went to the wrong account. It was supposed to be going to my tuition, Mm -hmm. but actually it just went to the thing that I could use to buy meal plan. Yeah, so and I would just get everyone high and buy them snacks every night, and I racked up like six G's and like snack debt.
2: Oh my gosh. (laughs)
0: <laughs> this is very on brand. That's awesome. Yep. <laughs>
1: Hashtag snack
0: debt. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, it was fun. Okay, that makes
2: sense. yeah, that makes sense.
3: Yeah, fair. What? A, yeah, that's a great journey.
2: Um, yeah, I got really mad because I went back to my campus, owned to Drexel in Philadelphia, and it was like it won like ugliest campus in America. <laughs> Every year that I went there, which like we were all very proud of it. Who's running this? <laughs> I don't know.
3: I don't know. <laughs> it's so rude. It's a- That's a trophy. You yeah. Don't want. Right. Oh, yeah. Somebody's. Are people traveling to find that out? Like, are they <laughs> yeah. spending? Is there like a budget to like find the? Or is it just pictures? It
2: would just be in like the newspaper. Like every, every year, we'd be like, "Congratul Hey guys, guess what? We won ugliest campus in America again." And we'd be like, "Yeah," because we're always right next to UPenn and their campus and everyone is gorgeous. Would just went around uh, shit on the grounds and be yeah. like, "Let's hey,
1: keep it going." keep
2: it going. <laughs> there was. (laughs) this one like old abandoned smokestack that you could see from every window on campus that looked like a middle finger because it was like a a square oh, box awesome. the giant thing <laughs> we called it the Drexel shaft and um, every time Drexel would fuck you you'd always go the fucking shaft and you'd just look at it out of a window and they tore it down which is really sad because like oh, I don't had. know what kids have anymore for that mm. but They'd they have like they just fuck uh, yeah. they also have like Shake Shack and Chick-fil-A and stuff now and like I went back and I was so fucking mad I was like what
1: is this
0: Yeah,
2: you're supposed to eat a taco loose mm-hmm.
0: this is
1: bullshit the <laughs> food should always stay shitty wherever you went
2: yeah that's you don't get feel. Shake Shack and college so
1: funny shit We get mad about for no reason. We're like, you have it different, and therefore it's worse. (laughs) Yeah, it's like,
2: what is wrong with us? So mad. So true.
1: (laughs) Uh, All right, Uh, we'll be back. (laughs) Cool, dude. We're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Barbara. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. And we're with Crystal Adams. Hello. Yeah. Um, we're going to answer some advice. How do you feel about that?
2: Excited. Yeah. <laughs> if you have lady problems, send them to ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Lady. Lady. lady problem. actually got like a cool little um, update – well, not update, but it's like a follow up. a little follow-up advice for the carpenter gal that wrote in recently. Somebody wrote to us and said – Hi, ladies. Just started listening to the podcast recently. I'm really enjoying it. I'm writing because I recently listened to your podcast where you answered a question from a woman who was working to be a carpenter. I don't personally know any have any carpentry skills, but I have a book re- recommendation for her. Hammerhead by Nina McLaughlin is a memoir from a woman who quit her job as a journalist to be an apprentice to a woman carpenter. It might be a useful book to read or listen to on audio for your listener if you want to pass along the recommendation.
0: Hmm. Anyway, I just
2: kind of wanted to let awesome. you know that.
0: Check out Hammerhead.
2: Yeah, sounds cool.
1: Um, now let's solve some
0: problems.
2: <laughs> <Yes. laughs>
1: Dear ladies, I'm writing in on behalf of my brother. Let's call him Bob, who is not a listener. Bra, Bob. Bob graduated college two years ago with a humanities degree from a very fancy college, is currently working as a middle school teacher and is a little lost for direction in life. The short version is, he's really funny and has serious potential as a stand-up comedian, but is terrified of financial instability and of pursuing an embarrassing, quote, creative career, and is instead considering going to law school, which he would hate. How can I help him pursue the career he's passionate about and that makes him happy? Bob has always been hilarious. I know I'm biased but I've been a comedy fan for years and I hope I can recognize real talent when I see it. He's just starting doing open mics and taking stand-up classes at a major improv theater that's local to him. He clearly loves it and could be really good at it if he continues to work. Unfortunately, our family back home, immigrant parents, are fairly hoity-toity and while they have never been unsupportive, exactly, there's never been anyone in our lives who has seriously pursued a creative or artistic career. And none of us really know what that looks like day-to-day or how to best support someone who actually wants to work in that field. I think Bob is. committed Convinced of two things. The minor issue is that he'll always be broken, financially unstable, but the major issue is that the people in his life will be ashamed of him for pursuing such an unserious, embarrassing career. I'm, thanks a lot. By the way,
2: uh, this, is all, this is all making Trudeau, me feel great. it is. Yeah. She said, "I'm using
1: those words because those are the ones he's using conversation with me." I think stand up is awesome. That's so funny. Bob is instead of thinking of going to law school. Now Bob is a brilliant and would do. Bob is a brilliant and would do great in law school, but he'd be miserable as a lawyer. I'm pretty sure he's pursuing this because he thinks it's what he's supposed to do, and because he thinks it'll make him more money. But I think he'll be miserable and in a ton of debt. How can I be a good sibling to my brother and help him do what he loves? and is great at. Can you ladies maybe share some of your experiences and stand-ups and how you feel doing what you love even if it's miserable sometimes? <laughs> I should not have read this. I keep trying to tell him that a day job is totally normal but I don't think he hears me. Any thoughts would be appreciated. Sincerely, sibling of a future Netflix headliner. Oh, that's
3: cute. That's really sweet. That yeah. is sweet. That's yeah. cute.
1: I mean, it's incredibly embarrassing that your brother wants to do this. But I yeah. mean,
3: <laughs> nice. first,
0: when you pull the bag off of your head and are able to go in public. Take the dunce cap off. Yeah yeah Yikes. um no it is very it is a very embarrassing career though truly though i've <laughs> talked about my <laughs> pussy in front of people that should not hear about my pussy yeah because <laughs> 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 right, i don't feel embarrassed no yeah. i don't they do yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. it's embarrassing to <laughs> other people right right fuck them right. Forgot about that.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: um, yeah
2: here's the thing if he hates being a lawyer he's going to drop out of law school and then he'll become a stand-up. Then. So
1: many people have done <laughs> exactly that. Yeah, that's so true. Many people who w- went through law school, dropped out of law school, whatever. Yeah, we know what to do. ex lawyers. See, it's a weird like cross section of people who almost did comedy or law school. Yeah, my, that was my back. Scientist plan, too. Actually,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. My yeah. dad wanted
1: to be a comic, which I didn't know. Oh, like, really? Yeah. I think
2: it's like if your brain like organizes like lot like because like I think of jokes sometimes as I'm presenting a case to people. You know, so it's like your brain like thinks in those terms. Yeah, you are. Prese- You're it logical, is a lot about
1: like. Performing mm-hmm. when you're being, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. presenting that it makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean the the cool part of being a lawyer, the like To Kill a Mockingbird, uh, you know, a time in time for rain is that what that time to kill, a time to kill, a time for rain, <laughs> time <laughs> the rainmaker is that one? Oh yeah, rainmaker. Okay, yeah, yeah. time for yeah. rain. Yeah, you know, that moment <laughs> is what you think of, it really it's just like highlighting it's a lot yeah. of paperwork, yeah, depositions, yeah. And stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean it is. The thing though, like, it is a lot. Like, you will... I still, like, have people that don't take what I do seriously. And, like, you do have to have a lot of self-resolve in order to withstand that.
2: Yeah. And you have to be the one that's pushing yourself. Other people couldn't push you to do it. You know? So if he's, like, not feeling it in his bones, then... He's not. sounds like at-
1: he is he's just scared yeah. to make the leap but you yeah. gotta be willing to and the thing is yeah. yeah sure he could be a lawyer there's zero guarantees that that's gonna work out I know totally. a lot of people who graduated law school who haven't been able to find jobs
0: there's like yes.
2: too many lawyers right now it's also yeah. super yeah. competitive I mean yeah. to
0: do anything well is difficult and competitive mm-hmm. so you may as well do the hard thing that you're good at or that you enjoy yeah um, and maybe just talk I mean just like I don't know maybe if you were able to talk to him but just like at the end of this life like when you look back what do you want to be able to say about mm-hmm. your life
3: yeah. yeah, and I think um, like if he's not well, one, he should be listening to this podcast.
1: Seriously, I would definitely but send him this at least. Yeah. yeah.
3: And like there's so many other podcasts where comedians are talking about their journeys in comedy because mm-hmm. sometimes it's it's literally just ignorance about like the different paths that people had towards mm-hmm. becoming stand up. Like, I mean, just through listening to different people talk about it, I'm like, oh, this person came from here. Like nobody's path was a li- linear and mm-hmm. b like, you know. The, there's not one career that's like more suited to like transitioning yeah. over no. to can't stand up than mm-hmm. another. So yeah. I just feel like that. But the more I listen to people, the more I feel encouraged that like nobody knows what the hell they're doing. Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So like there's a large portion of it that is luck. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a large portion of it that you do have control over that you do have to, that you can work on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that's what's the great part about it is if you have control over how much work you put in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that you can get up every night and Mm -hmm. then you can do that. And there's a pretty good relationship between the amount of work that you put in and mm -hmm. what you get out of it. Totally. Yeah. It Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Yeah, A lot of it is
0: luck and stuff like that, but you will see results from your work like pretty quickly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it, I mean, there's just, that's, is the one thing I've learned the most after doing this for a decade is like, There are no guarantees. I have no idea what the fuck's going to happen but I've had to come to terms with like Mm -hmm. being okay with that because I'm still doing the thing that I love yeah, and I like feel good about that decision you know because yeah I could have gone to law school but I would be miserable. I
0: mean I think people think of stand-up as like oh if you're a stand-up that's how you'll be making all your money and it is tricky to make a substantial amount of money doing stand-up so I think like maybe what people in the outside don't realize is like we do a lot of other like a Mm -hmm. lot of stand-ups are commercial actors Mm -hmm. or comedy writers on a TV Mm -hmm. show or comedy Mm -hmm. writers on a late night show or they run Twitters for funny places or Mm -hmm. they a lot of people work in advertising like if you have the ability to be funny there actually is a lot of ways for you to make money being creative and using that skill without it being stand-up directly and you can still do you doing stand-up will make you better at that thing that maybe makes a little bit more than stand-up yeah
2: yeah it's a skill set that like transfers to a lot of stuff that you wouldn't necessarily think of it's Mm -hmm. like being able to speak in public goes such a long way with jobs i mean yeah and like i mean i i've had social media jobs that have paid me really fucking well Mm -hmm. because oh you can tell jokes on twitter and stuff like that like okay cool let's go do this for you for a while Mm -hmm. because it's like not everybody can do that Mm -hmm. and like the trick of comedy is like it it seems like it's effortless but like if you can't tap into that part of yourself then it's like people just can't some people just can't do it Yeah. and they'll though if you can like present yourself in the right way you'll always be able to find a job using that skill set in some way
1: what about the uh, family aspect of it
3: yeah i feel this really deeply because i feel like my brother's in the exact same situation like he's kind of drifting and like i think he could do comedy or improv or whatever but it's like mm-hmm. i do think there's like a lot of demons and a lot of like just at just the negative thinking that mm-hmm. he has that i can't help him personally get over the same way i think this woman can't help him move through like the family issues that he has or the, the things that he thinks his family is going to think about him i just ooh mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I
1: think yeah. The thing is, he's not, yeah. If the parents feel that way, they'll get they'll get over it. Eventually, they'll get used to the idea of him doing that. And he's going to meet a lot of people who are going through that exact same thing.
0: Yeah. And he'll be able it's to a commiserate. pretty common experience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I think most people like your parents. If, if your parents aren't entertainers, they're not going to really understand what it is you're doing. They'll be supportive
0: if you're lucky. If
2: you're lucky, yeah, yeah. If you're lucky, but th- I mean, even like my dad's really supportive, but he's always just like. He tries to filter it through the lens of, like, the business that he understands. Mm-hmm. So I'm always like, well, these are the things that are kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just finding that common ground. Like, mm-hmm. you're you're a small business owner when you're a stand-up, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, you are your own entrepreneur. And, like, if you approach it from that way, then you it doesn't need to be this embarrassing thing. Like, if you can talk about it in a way that that might be a way to relate it to your parents to be like no
3: yeah
1: my i make yeah. money from my pussy jokes That's, yes. exactly <laughs> yeah i pay taxes on my pushing
2: pussy jokes. <laughs> right right did she yeah. say
3: what part what town she lives from um no because uh-uh. if it's like if it's a smaller town like because i don't like i don't know based on the letter if he's had like a really big like win Mm -hmm. in comedy, but that's addicting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you have, like, a a show that's, like, everybody's kind of there for you, and, like, you crush. Yeah. mm, It's, like, you want that again, and I don't know if this girl can, like, put together an event that he would be, you know, down to, like, you know, be a part of, and Mm -hmm. then get, get him everybody that, there get him
1: that one where he can't go back exactly
0: yeah <laughs>
2: yeah Yeah. yeah.
3: That, also, and that like hit. you
0: can show up to his shows and I bet your parents will go with you too I mean mm-hmm. I think just having them show up to one of his performances like that shows maybe it's not like their favorite thing for him to pursue but like yeah. they do so, support you and mm-hmm. think you're funny
1: also yeah. like it says he graduated from a very fancy college I mean half the fucking writers on late night mm-hmm. are, are Harvard grads yeah, and shit so yeah, yeah. it's,
0: the, the people it's, it's very normal com- to go
1: into comedy yeah we're not yeah.
0: idiots
2: yeah yeah no <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, not at all. Sorry. We're
2: embarrassed, but yeah, it's we're embarrassing not. as hell, but 40 we're not done. under 40. Bitch. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, the day job
0: stuff, like that can run the whole gamut. I mean, I yeah. think if there's different reasons to have different day jobs, like if you're the type of person who you're going to you want your writing to be the main thing you do, so you're going to be at a computer a lot, maybe wait tables so that that day job isn't sucking too much of your writing energy. Yeah. If you know you just like want something really stable, stand up is at night. You can get a million office jobs that pay really well. And Mm -hmm. then go do your shows at night. So I think just think... He can think about... You don't have to be unstable at all. There's... And hopefully you won't be.
1: I think it's more... That's probably more of a pride thing, I'm guessing, as far as the day job stuff goes. Yeah. Which, yeah, you really just got to swallow it and, like, be like... I don't know. I've never been embarrassed to do any kind of, like, day job because I knew I was working towards the thing I really wanted.
3: Yeah. Because
0: that's not how you define Mm. yourself.
3: Yeah. The other thing I would say, too, is, like, he may need to diversify the comics that he's listening to. Yes. Because i have this theory that it's not even a theory i just think it's what's happening but in general what i've noticed is that male comics tend to be way more irresponsible than mm-hmm. female like yes. all of my female yeah. comics oh yeah have their shit yes. together absolutely yes yeah and and i think some of it is like with the men like there there's this allure of like well i could turn the shoestrings lifestyle that i'm living mm-hmm. into like good jokes yeah why are yeah, yeah. they so and you don't with it that. doesn't have to like that's yeah. not the only thing that's funny yeah no, 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 no. i like, it's actually like very stressful for your family mm-hmm. you know if they're worried about you and so it, like kudos to this guy for actually giving a fuck like yeah actually caring you know about not being a burden onto mm-hmm. his family and that's not that's not the case with a lot of you know comedians, yeah. at least not the ones that i know especially female yeah
1: yeah no there's a lot of do comics <laughs> who are like Ugh, I got one pair of shorts. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. I sleep on a towel, and they're like, I "Proud of it." And
0: they're like, like, "What is women this?" We can't be like that. Yeah. We have to have our yeah. shit together if we want to mm-hmm. get ahead. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. we don't have the There's option. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: You know? mm-hmm. go watch um like Hassan Minaj's stuff with him because like Hassan is like fucking he's like a female comic he's got his shit together (laughs) it's the highest compliment that i can give (laughs) him but like he's always had his shit together like i you know he he comes from you know uh like an immigrant family that might not have understood in the first place but he's like built a massive thing for himself Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and it is like yeah shows you you don't have to be this certain Mm -hmm. way or think of it that way and like yeah you're right he might listen to comics who like uh,
3: glamorize
1: that in yep, some way, which sure. I do think happens a lot. And yeah, it's like, no, no, no.
3: Mm-hmm. And some of those dudes like are lying. Oh, they for sure. Oh. Are. Some
1: of them, so many. It's of them like Larry are. the Cable Guy type shit. Yeah. Where
0: yeah. you're like, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. You're
3: not.
1: You don't even have this
0: accent. God, it's like yeah. another two days to my parents' and my trust payment. Yeah, mm-hmm. to go to Taco Bell. So hashtag, hashtag ironic.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, professional working comics, like, are still professional at mm-hmm. the end of the day. You know, I mean, like. I was just on tour with Kyle for a couple of nights and like he was just like, nope, we're going to the hotel, taking a nap, got my show. We're going to get a healthy dinner
3: beforehand. And like, see, he's somebody who I think his persona on stage feels Mm -hmm. very like you know all over the place and Mm -hmm. loose and like yeah
2: yeah Yeah, but But, like that's who they are in real life and it's also that's how you have
3: to be in order to stay where you're at and and to sustain
2: it Yeah, like I mean like whenever I do like six week tours or something and like I don't drink anyway but people are always like let's go out and party I'm like I have a six hour drive tomorrow no Mm -hmm. yeah
1: you're like I'm working yeah this is like
2: what I want to do if I'm gonna be on stage for an hour tomorrow night I need to like be at my best Mm -hmm.
1: well
0: and I think having the law school personality actually really benefits you because people think when you have like a non-traditional lifestyle that you're like can be more Mm loosey-goosey and actually you have to be way more anal yeah and way more of a workaholic no one
2: else will be yeah you don't know where your next fucking
0: check's coming from
2: yeah absolutely yeah Yeah, like john mulaney's a good clean-cut guy that's Mm -hmm. never been like he's probably always had like a good day job and Mm -hmm. then like worked on stand-up at night you know it's like there's yeah there's there's ways to not glorify the the like the embarrassing yeah yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) That's
1: so funny. But I would, yeah,
2: tell him to listen to
1: this mm-hmm. podcast, listen to listen to uh, Laurie, and Lori Yeah, Jackie, Jackie and Lori.
2: They talk about it a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um,
1: but, I mean, it sounds like he's starting and he really loves it. So I do feel like he's going to – he's just got to get over that hump. He just, needs to yeah. he just
2: needs to go for it.
1: But the fact that he's doing it is a good sign because there's yes. so yeah. many people that think about it forever mm-hmm. and don't try. And That's don't try. really – yeah. yeah. So. Well,
2: and it might be a, a thing where he just, like – Likes to do it and doesn't want to make it a career too, and that's also perfectly mm-hmm. fine, mm-hmm. you know. But like, feel let him like have the space to pursue it as much as he wants to. Because like, we have like hobbyist friends that are just like, no, I just like doing it. Like this is my like bridge club basically. Mm-hmm. I like like doing jokes whenever I can. And stuff yeah, like yeah, that. it's
1: not like I'm gonna be mm-hmm. like she said like have a Netflix special. It's just like I just want to do this.
3: Yeah. What I will say is that if it turns out that one day we're opening for this dude, I will throw up.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that's definitely for sure. Don't tell us. us If that's you. There are male comics
1: out there in the world. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Because that happens all the time. Like, you just started. Wait, just go for it.
1: Oh, you're two weeks in?
3: Great. (laughs) Great, I'm
2: happy for you. It's just a great opportunity that you got. (laughs)
0: No, but best of luck to him. He's going to do it. I have a good feeling about it.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Send us, us his stuff
1: and we'll give him really mean <laughs> notes. Yes. Yeah.
0: That'll be so encouraging.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, all right, Crystal, where can people find you on the internet?
3: Um, I am at The Dark Crystal on all the things and I have a website crystaladams.com with all of my show dates. Hell yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah, and yeah check out her podcast and check her out uh, in LA sometimes. She's super funny mm-hmm. and on the road, I'm sure, but mm-hmm. I'm yeah. in LA mostly. Yeah. Uh, and that's
3: it.
2: Yeah.
1: Bye, guys. Bye. See you next week. Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing. Even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget
0: to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy.
1: Join our Facebook group,
0: Lady to Lady Podcast, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check
2: out our website, lady to for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker, for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our PO box is for 412-794, Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like Mm -hmm. us. We love you. We love Love you. you. Bye. Bye. Bye.